Hey, Shalom and welcome to the third series of Medrash Morsels. These are short, meaningful, and sweet chunks of Medrash designed for the whole family. Shitman. Let's name him Zvulun. Zvulun left Eretz Yisrael on business. He took a slave along with him, an Eved. Steve the slave was an Eved Kanani. But Zvulun also had a son. His name was David. And he was a big masmid. David was Oisik Mamish Yomum Velayla, day and night with Taira. David didn't want to go on this business trip. He was too busy learning. He wanted to stay learning Taira in Eretz Yisrael. His father Zvulun didn't mind. He had Steve the slave to help him out. Off he sailed on his merchant ship. Zvulun sailed overseas and he made a lot of money tons. After a while, Zvulun got sick and was about to die, way away from home. But before he was Nifter, Zvulun wrote a daitiki. Kids, you'll see that word in Mishnayos. A daitiki is a document that states what should become of a person's possessions after he's Nifter. The daitiki of Zvulun said that Zvulun gives all of his belongings to his slave. He wrote this. Steve the slave. But the daitiki also stated that Zvulun's son David gets a chance to choose one item only from all of his father's stuff. Any item he wants, but just one of them. Zvulun died. Steve sailed home, all rich and happy. He was glad to give to David just one possession because he, Steve the slave, gets most all of it. Steve says, Oh, David, I'm so sorry your dear father died overseas. Yeah, he was really sick. Look at this daitiki and then take a look at all of this wealth that I brought back for you. You can choose any one thing that you want from it, okay? Okay, David? At first, David was wondering why his father would leave him out of the majority of the Yerusha. Just one thing I get? Only one? But then, David had a good idea, and he went to discuss it with his Rav. The Rav said, Yes, David, yes, siri, you're right, David. Your father was a very clever Tamil Chacham, and an expert in dining. He probably thought to himself, if I leave all of the possessions for my son, my slave will steal some of it, or most of it, because Steve will be in charge of all of it until it gets back to Eretz Yisrael. Slaves steal. You can't trust them. Marbe avodim, marbe gezel. The Mishnah says that. So your father wrote in the Daitiki that Steve should own all of it. This way Steve will feel like he has to take care of the belongings because they're his belongings. Steve was very careful to bring you back all of your father's belongings and possessions back home to Eretz Yisrael safe and sound, all accounted for. Now your father lets you choose one item to keep. Which one will you keep, Davidal? David says, of course. I'll choose Steve himself. Aha! So, Davidal, go now to Bastin with Steve, and when the slave pulls out that daitiki, say in front of the Dayonim, the judges, Raboisai, my father commanded me to choose for myself one item from all of the Yerusha. I don't want anything but for this here Eved, the Eved Kanani, Steve the slave. Well, that's what happened. The Basin granted David the right to own Steve, just like his father owned him, and with Steve came all of the possessions, because that's the din. 
if your Eved acquires things, they actually belong to you, his master, his owner. That's the Medrash's story that shows how Hashem works sometimes. Sometimes he arranges for a wicked person to amass more and more wealth and riches, but it's temporary. Later on, a tzaddik comes and gets it all without having to work so hard. Just like what happened to David the Masmid, the Tamil Chocham that was just sitting and being Isaac Batayra. The Eved brought him all of his father's wealth, even though the Eved thought he was bringing it for himself. Says the Medrash, the same thing happened to Avraham Avinu. You see, there was a war, the four kings against the five. The four kings were undefeated in six wars, even before they fought the five kings of Sodom and Amorah. Those four kings, Kador the Oimer and his men and his friends, beat the Rephaim, who were giants, the Zuzim, the Amim, the Choyri, the fields of Amalek and the Amori. And with each war that they won, they became richer and richer. Because you are allowed to keep the loser's stuff, it's called Buti. And now, they beat the five kings of Sodom and Amura, who were crazy wealthy. Kador the Omer beat them too. He took their stuff, even their food, and left nothing in those five cities, no people either. They were all taken hostage. The five cities were now ghost towns. Kador the Omer thought he was getting wealthier and wealthier for himself to enjoy. Little did he know that Avraham Avinu was going to chase him down, use his miracle weapons to kill all of his soldiers and the four kings, and keep all of their booty that they amassed in those past wars. Avraham Avinu, the tzaddik, got all of that wealth. Just like that. One, two, three. Easy. And now, Avram was even more blessed with wealth than he was before. So you see, children, Hashem has many different ways to keep His promises. When you learn Chumash, look for the good promises that Hashem made to Avram Avinu and his children. We are the descendants of that great man. We Yidin are the good people of the world, the ones like Avram Avinu that care about what Hashem said. Hashem will fulfill each one of those promises to us. Just wait. For more stories, visit our website, musastories.com.